Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Who Says, where we talk about challenging the status quo and share our experiences in doing so. Before we dive into today's topic, my name is Tatiana, and I'm here with two of my favorite people on the planet, Vienna and Jennifer. Hello, ladies. Hi. Oh, hello. Right. So for today's podcast, I wasn't really sure what we were going to talk about until I thought about that we had, we being me and my boyfriend, we had just finished watching Wednesday, Wednesday, the TV series that is based off of Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Definitely a throwback, a new twist on a classic, if you ask me. But that leads us to the topic at hand, which is who says being weird is bad. I was just thinking it would be really fun and cool to chat about what that would look like with the ladies in reading some of the reviews and they just are, they're about to come out with a season two, or they just announced that they're going to do a season two in reading some of the reviews and some of the articles about Wednesday. One of the things that keep coming up is how interesting it is to have such a weird, quirky, eclectic character be so wildly popular in mainstream media, which is really different and kind of strange than what folks are used to. So I will pause there and let you ladies share and jump in before I go any further on my spiel. Well, I'll jump in and say that I love the show. I love the series. I remember the Adams Family from back in the day. I was never a regular watcher of uh, the TV show. I don't like really dark stuff. I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary shows. It's just not for me and... So I had to watch the trailer and I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. This seems like it might be, you know, too dark. But then I watched the trailer and I could tell that there was like some humor mixed in and just like the way they did it was right up my alley. For anybody who hasn't heard about it, it's kind of interested, highly recommend, so good. And I was thinking about this when Tatiana brought up the topic. Um, My husband and I, we love to watch TV. We love to watch movies. That's one of the things that we really bond over. And with all the new content that's being put out there, I'm just seeing so many different types of people being represented these days to the point where I'm like acknowledging you would not see those characters or really even actors in stuff back in the day, or they wouldn't be able to be expressed in, you know, who they are, whether it's how they identify themselves, gender or anything else. And it's really cool. Like everything is just much more colorful these days. I really loved Wednesday, the character. I thought she was so fascinating. My husband told me how viral her dance went. Everybody wanted to replicate this dance that she came up with for this one bit at a school dance. And it's a weird dance. The moves, like you haven't really seen them before, like a little bit dark, it's a little bit out there. And then now, of course, TikTok everywhere, everybody's doing it. Everybody's replicating it and really excited about portraying this character who is who is out there, who's on the fringe, who's, you know, who's weird. And interestingly enough, well, I don't know if that's a spoiler alert, but like moving from a school that she doesn't like fit into yeah, into no a school where she does. I didn't see it. So that, <laughs> no that, ha- that happened very quickly beginning of the first episode, but even her kind of being a little bit weird in her school for <laughs> people who are like different. I really love how being different slash weird, because maybe that's how you define it, is just being more accepted and celebrated these days. So, um, well, it's about time. That's because I was always that weird person. And I mean, we you say were? The word weird, weird. Yeah. And it's like, well, what, what is weird? You know, I guess it's just different, different than 
I guess the people that are making fun of the person for being a certain way. I I don't know, but I was always the one that befriended the person that was the different one or I don't know. I just kind of always gravitated towards like different people. Is that what made you weird? I guess. The fact that you were nice and accepting of people who were a little different. I don't know. I just, it was the people that would get picked on kind of all were friends, you know, I guess. So, and then you kind of befriend other people and you kind of join into this group of, of, of weird people, I guess. I don't know, but just being in high school with the different weird people, I don't know. It was, it was fun. We did a lot of like just really cool projects in school that the other, I guess, normal kids like would never do. We did a video about cells. Um, and I think it was actually my sister's class, but I just was a, a grade ahead of them. And I was in their video because I just like ran around with them. And it was just, I mean, I guess we were the weird ones. I don't know. I didn't see Wednesday the show, but I did watch The Addams Family. It was like probably one of my favorite movies. Could have probably watched it over and over again and, and probably did. Wednesday was always my favorite character. She's so awesome and so intriguing. Actually, for Halloween this year, there was a lady that dressed up like Wednesday and it was so good. And this was, I think, before the show came out. So I don't know if she was onto something or what, but it was the best. She won, of course, best costume. It was so good. And she made everything herself. It was awesome. Anyway, a couple of Halloweens ago, I was Tina from Bob's Burgers, who is like <laughs> the same type of character as Wednesday Adams, but a little bit more dramatic because she's like in high school and she's just like so weird. And she's got like a fetish of of, like this other kid that's in her class. She like loves his butt. I don't know. She's like, she's weird. And I was her for Halloween one year. And I just, it was so good. It was so good. I still have the the outfit. I might bring it back one year, but she's just awesome. So I don't know. I guess I fit into like the weird category or just different. I don't know, but. Hey, I found you two, so. (laughs) I was going to say, I mean, you know, I got picked on, so we'd be friends. (laughs) Well, I was, I was thinking about how different it was when I was younger. I didn't get picked on much at all, but I remember being very sort of concerned with not fitting in. I remember definitely like middle school and high school being around friends and if uh, or if I said something about like oh this movie I didn't like this movie or something I don't know and they'd be like oh I love that movie I would change my opinion and I'm like oh well it was just like the beginning that I didn't like but I really liked the movie I really remember altering my thoughts really altering like what I would say it wasn't to an extreme degree I did have a good group of friends that I felt accepted by But even so, it's like, I thought that that's what was needed to be liked even more or that we would stay tight knit. And the older that I've gotten, I really, I'm really clear now, especially like in my thirties and and now my forties, I wear all that stuff like a badge of honor, like anything that makes me unique or different or things that I've considered weird. And I would say my definition for myself as weird is the non-traditional pieces. I used to not want to tell people that I was with the guy that I started dating in high school because that was weird. That was different. That wasn't normal. That wasn't 
what most people did. I didn't party and drink in college. I had a small tight-knit group of friends. We all were in the same place around that. So I felt accepted. It wasn't, I didn't feel any pressure. But then, you know, when I started working in the corporate world, it was like, wait, what? Like they wanted to do happy hours all the time and everything. I'm like, well, I'll go for a little bit, but I don't, I don't really drink. And then that became this really weird thing that I felt really kind of different and outcast about. But then I became really stubborn, like I will never give in, even if I drink just like a smidge, I'm like, I'm not going to do it because it would like make them too happy, right? Then I became like, no, I'm not going to let you guys win. So all of these things that I used to not really want to talk about or share about, I think I would be a little bit more closed off around some of these more private matters because... I just assumed people would make judgments over me. I had some judgments about myself and how I lived my life and what I did or didn't do. Like, oh, you know, you didn't go out and like party in college or your 20s. Like, that's weird. That's different. Like, that's, I couldn't relate to stories that other people would share about what they were up to. And that was my, for me, my definition of weird. And, you know, this podcast is really all about freeing people up around the shoulds. And I know how constrained I've been in my life around looking at what's portrayed on TV and magazines, books, these, you know, you date a bunch of people, you party, you have fun, you travel, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, blah, 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 blah. You have like this high paying job. And so anything that doesn't look like that is you're living an abnormal or non-traditional life. And I think because of COVID, I think because of the millennials and younger generations, I think people are making different choices now and it's becoming more the norm than it being more of like this disruption. Um, Even when I left my corporate job many years ago and I did my own thing, worked for myself, didn't work for a while, wasn't comfortable thinking that why am I living so differently this is weird, or I don't want to talk about it because I don't want people to ask me a lot of questions or think something different. I think I'm maybe getting to that, that age where I have less Fs to give about things, you know, and I'm now I've swung the other direction where I'm really proud of what I've done and just who I am as a person. But when we started talking about this topic, I, it made me reflect on feeling more nervous about sharing some of those unique pieces of myself with people back in the day. Wanting to fit in was one of the most important things for me. Yeah. And it's like, who says, mm, who says that you're weird or who says that it's weird? Because when you're with your people and the people that are your friends and that accept you, you're not weird or you're not different. You fit in. So is it other people that are saying you're weird or is it something that you're thinking about yourself and then believing, oh, I must be weird because I'm not like the other people. It's just interesting to think about. For me, it was a combination. It was primarily started internally because I wasn't, you know, getting aggressively picked on or anything like that. But then you're just around and you hear people saying like, that's weird. Or I would use that language too. kind of a combo of, of both and just feeling really insecure, you know, in that awkward stage of life, which was a couple decades (laughs) starting from like 10 to 30 but it's kind of interesting that you say that because I I was picked on a lot and I was bullied a lot in elementary school for being a very very tiny human I was really little so that was what I got made fun of a lot I also had um, a a birth several actually a couple birthmarks on my face that were very apparent when I was younger so I got made fun of quite a bit 
But what was interesting is, and thank goodness, I don't know if this was like, I actually don't know if this is a universe or God's grace or what, but it didn't occur to me that I was weird when I was younger. I was just doing the things that I was doing and other people thought it was weird, but I was like, in my mind, it, I didn't know why they were making fun of me. I really had no idea. I'm like, I mean, I, and I, when I say weird, I mean, I would spend my, I didn't have a whole bunch of friends in elementary school. I would spend most of my time reading and I loved rocks. I thought rocks were amazing. I was like, I'm going to be a geologist. And I would spend my recesses. I loved rocks too. <laughs> I am in such a rock and crystal phase right now. Yeah. Like I can't even tell you. I'm going to send you some Y'all, pictures. we were meant to be. I'm just saying. We were meant to be. We would be friends in elementary school. Okay. Tatiana, I would be playing with rocks with you. I'm just saying. Yes. Same. Saying my rocks. Oh my goodness. I'll show you my collection. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. This is so awesome. I love you guys. Um. <laughs> But it's so funny. And like thinking back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, my poor teacher. I would pick up rocks and then run over to the teacher because I didn't have friends. I'd pick up rocks, run over to the teacher and be like, look at this cool one. And then five seconds later, do the exact same thing. And she's probably like, can someone do something with this child, please? But I was, it just didn't phase me as much, really. Of course, there were a couple other things where you started making fun of my appearance. And, and I was like a little slow about it too. Like if other people were laughing with me, I'm like, haha wait, oh, you're laughing at me, not with me. Now I'm sad. You know, it would just take me a minute to get it. But for the most part, I was oblivious. Thinking back on it, I was like, oh my, thank God. Obviously it had an impact, but for a lot of it, I just was like, I don't know why they're bullying me. And then thinking, I'm like, yeah, maybe picking rocks at recess instead of like playing soccer with the other kids or, you know, playing tag or something. I don't know what, you know, what other kids were doing, but um, it's just so funny that you said that. I'm like, I don't, I actually didn't know or have the occurrence that I was weird. I was just exploring and learning about the world and doing things I wanted to do. And another really funny example of that actually is I was obsessed with this TV show called Sailor Moon, which is like an anime. It's a manga, but anyway, that's a long story. But it's, it's an anime that came out in the 90s. And I was obsessed. And by was, I mean, I still am. Only back in the day, I was really afraid to say anything about it because people made fun of me for all kinds of stuff. I really didn't need them to make fun of me for extra stuff, you know? So I wouldn't really say anything or tell anyone. And I always wanted to buy shirts or shoes or have things to tell everyone because I, I just loved the show and I knew so much about it. I was like obsessed. And now here we are in this, the year of our Lord, 2022, 2023, you can buy Sailor Moon shirts at Target. I am blown away and people on TikTok and Instagram now are wearing the shirts and everything. And I'm like, man, I was just born in the wrong generation or I was ahead of the times. I don't know. But, you know, people are finally waking up to realize that maybe things that were weird or unconventional or strange aren't so weird anymore. Maybe it's kind of cool as a you I know, just 30 something. Because yeah. I'm like, what is that actually? And then now I'm, oh, okay, I get it. It's like the anime yes, ish, but they're like magical girls. girls. Yeah, yeah, I can picture in my head because yeah, she's like, like uber. Yeah, she's a magical girl with long yellow hair that has buns, and she finds out about her magical powers with a cat, which is like eighty-five thousand different animes at this point. Um, but it's just. Like that was one of the original, I feel like one of the original ones that started out the culture in the 1990s. 
Um, and I, I was, I loved the show and I, I still love the show. So now I get to, I mean, I feel a little sad that like little old me wasn't able to share and partake in that when I was younger, but now I get to have all this cool Sailor Moon stuff. I was lucky enough to go to Japan over Thanksgiving and they were celebrating the 30th anniversary of Sailor Moon coming out and we got to go to the Sailor Moon Museum and I was like a kid in a candy store with my people. Everybody in there was doing the same thing, freaking out over original artwork and sharing their stories and seeing all the memorable, like it was just incredible. So anyone out there who's a Sailor Moon fan, a, a fellow Moonie, holler hello and maybe things are coming around. We're in different times. Things are more accepted and maybe your niche market, whatever you like to see, will show up in a Target one day. Oh my gosh. He could have been famous, Tatiana. Like back in the day, if, if you would have come out and said, I love her. She's so great. And like, I don't know. I know, right? I mean, there may, may have been a picture of me in high school with it and people could say, look, she was cool back then. But that is not the case. And that's and what I'm you pretty would sure be known people for? Would yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or not. Like, I, who knows? I was a band geek too. I was really not winning in the coolest train. Like, Same. you know, yeah. I did marching band, you know, so, yeah. um, but it's just yep. really like, like what you said, Deanna too. I mean, when you find your people, it really doesn't even matter. And it didn't phase me as much when I got older and found my crew and found my people. And I don't know, everybody just wants to be accepted and loved on and feel like they can share who they are openly and freely and I'm really glad that in terms of cultural awareness, we are definitely shifting more in that direction. Getting there. Uh, than we were. We are shifting. Yeah. It's not a quick shift. It's not a, you we're know, not there yet, 45 degree we're... angle upward, uh, but we are definitely moving in that I'm glad it's that going that way. Direction. I really am. And I think it also helped having my sister as well, because we are so similar and we are so similar in our, what we like, what we wear, style, how, you know, we're just different. It helped having her growing up because we were only a year apart in school and two years apart in age. So we were really close. If we were super different, I think I would have struggled a lot or she would have struggled being the weird one. You know what I mean? Naturally, so she, she would have been the weird one. She would have been, been the weird. Yeah, I mean, the normal. And for me, I feel like I can relate to Jennifer. Like I would always conform to like what other people hear, what they were saying and be like, oh yeah, or whatever. And then there's my sister who did not ever conform to what people said and the, the style or the trend. Like, even though we were both different, she was just like more leaning toward not the normal. And I mean, further down the fridge. From, right. And I mean, we're from the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. So oh, wow. if you were weird, you really stuck out. And here I have my sister who's a grade below me. She's in third grade. I'm in fourth grade. She has a short haircut, kind of like mine today, short, but she's got a rat tail because <laughs> she had long <laughs> hair. And, she, and my Aunt Barb's a hairdresser, so she was always trying to do crazy stuff to our hair. I had perms probably from like age zero to age 14. Um, and then I was like, I want my hair short. So I cut my hair short like later, but it was stylish. I didn't have a rat tail. My sister had a rat tail and she got made fun of so badly she didn't care she didn't care for me I was like oh my god this is my sister like please just cut off the tail like please just do it like oh just she was just so different and I just love her so I love her for the fact that she didn't care what people thought that oh, is so yeah. admirable because 
as I already mentioned, that wasn't me when I was little. I was very sensitive and aware of everybody around me. And I wanted to kind of just always pushing the limit. Like, yeah. Or she just didn't, she just didn't know. She just didn't realize like, you know, some people just aren't aware. Yeah. (laughs) Danielle was like, I had no idea. I mean, you know, I mean, eventually I think I caught up because you just get a little bit more self-aware in life, but yeah, they, yeah. you can just know and not care or don't know and don't care. <laughs> there were definitely moments where I conformed or made attempts to conform. But I think the funny part is I was just so weird that when I tried to do that, I just got made fun of more. And I was like, you know what? People are hard. I don't <laughs> want to deal with this. Like every time I would try and hang out with the cool kids, I would say something funny that was weird. And they would be like, you're so weird. And I'm like, oh yeah, I am. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I tried it. It didn't work. That was fun. Moving on, you know. So it it works out that I found my people. <laughs> well, it's so important. And I can really relate to what Deanna shared because my twin sister and I are very, very, very similar. I have always felt so validated by her. I mean, we always would do our own thing. So there was always that like backup. We we were never alone you know, in school or anywhere, like she was always, she was always there to provide safety and and protection. Even now there'll be things that my husband's like, that's weird. Or you should get that checked out or whatever. And (laughs) I'm like, hold on a second. Let me ask my sister. And then she's like, oh yeah, I've, I've had that too or whatever. And I go, (laughs) see, I'm not weird. I'm not different. It's okay. Like I know there's at least one person that I never feel abnormal with, but I don't know. It's fun to joke about it because we get like, yeah, maybe this is a little bit like out there. Um, (laughs) I really embrace it now. It just took me a really long time. So Deanna, your sister, I just, I so admire that pushing the limits, really questioning, challenging, don't care what people say, the looks, like none of that. And, you know, I really do believe we're here to learn different lessons. We're all wired differently. We have different personalities. So I couldn't have been any other way. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything wrong with me conforming when I did. There wasn't anything wrong with just hunkering down with my sister and just kind of being like, I'm just gonna not put myself out there and, you know, lay low. And and for other people who balls to the wall, like rebelling or, you know, a little bit of both. And we but, had each other's backs too, which was kind yeah, of cool because we yes. were friends. We were friends That's in so school, amazing. and then we just like accumulated even more friends, and it was awesome. It was great. We live like what 10, 15 miles away from each other still to today. So <laughs> kind of like you mess That's... with her, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll be right mm-hmm. there to be on her side. So did you guys ever thing. have this experience where I mean, did you ever fight or make fun of your sisters? My sister and I, we would do that, right? Like we kind of sometimes butt heads or we tease each other. But if anybody ever wanted to pile on like, yeah, your sister, blah, blah, blah. And I like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. I yep. shut that down. That can make fun of her. <laughs> right. You better mm-hmm. mind your business. I, you can, I can say it. You can't say it. I'm right. going for you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Totally. Definitely oh have that God, experience. I love it. Oh, look at us. Look at us. As we begin to wrap up this conversation, I feel like we could go all day, honestly, talking about this and just bringing up other fun, quirky little things that we do that we think are maybe weird, but apparently aren't that weird at all based Mm. on this conversation. (laughs) Or maybe it's just because the three of us are friends and... (laughs) Maybe, maybe the universe was like, these three belong together. We're just going to put them together. (laughs) 
we don't we don't really have good perspective on each other we're like oh no that sounds totally normal i did that yeah. <laughs> right all three of us in our own little bubble I wanted to talk about this with you all because I love you all and I know that you all would have your own perspectives on it. But I know when we were talking briefly before we prepped for the call, I wanted to bring up the thing that made me kind of solidify that this was the topic that I wanted to talk about was that I went to MAGFest this past weekend, which is the music and gaming festival. Thank you, Jennifer. I had gone before and couldn't remember what the MAG stood for. So MAGFest is just another collection of very quirky, interesting, eclectic, fun people getting together from all walks of life. It's just a large group of people doing their own thing and celebrating that they're different. But something that I, I didn't share with you ladies earlier is I went to the restroom and I'm walking out and there's a girl who is dressed in this like Chun-Li, I think it's Chun-Li outfit that's super scantily clad. It's like a string bikini style. And she's like looking in the mirror and I can tell she was upset. She turns and looks at me and she's like, do I look okay? But I knew she had just been like, obviously crying about this outfit and it was like wildly out there definitely not something I would wear anywhere outside of anywhere um you know I think even for a bikini it's kind of pushing it but she had these amazing boots and she did her hair like the Mortal Kombat character and it was just like for me looking at her wearing this and she was on the bigger side I just kept thinking oh my gosh I need you to wear this so that you can go inspire other people out there to just be themselves and wear what they need to wear. And she inspired me. I'm like, I will wear what I want to wear more because you had the courage to get up in here and dress that way that you wanted to dress. And in thinking about how I wanted to formulate my, my response back to her, I said, well, I think you look good, but how do you feel? And she's like, you know what? I feel really self-conscious. I feel really insecure about what I'm wearing. And I'm like, you know, I totally get that. I totally get that that's how you feel and you look a certain kind of way and you have a feeling about it, but you're here. There's a whole bunch of people wearing way weirder stuff than you <laughs> outside of this bathroom who are giving less Fs about it and your hairs are done. Your lashes are done. You've got mm -hmm. the boots. You've got the look. Go out there. Do you wear what you want to wear and have fun. And if people stop you and look, I mean, they're looking at everyone else. People had ear, like fuzzy ears. They have tails. People were like super scantily clad. I mean, I've the gamut really. So I was like, just do you. And she was like, you know what? Thank you. And then got her stuff together and walked on out. Mm. And I really hope in my heart of hearts that she genuinely inspired someone to go be themselves and wearing what she wore and just owning it. But she just turned back and she's like, you know, I really needed to hear that. And I'm like, yes, because I needed to hear it too. I will leave you all with that. You did your job. I mean, she asked, she asked, no, what, that was, that was what could I say as a fellow, you were with your weirdy, weirdo? It was great. It was perfect. It really, so great. it really was. She just needed to hear that it was okay. Without a doubt, she definitely inspired people. I mean, there were, there's definitely so many other people like you who looked at her and just said, I'm not comfortable to wear that. And I want to be, mm. or maybe mm -hmm. I'll allow myself, like give myself that permission. The only thing that I can think of to say at this point is just embrace the weirdness, embrace what makes you unique. I mean, it's just kind of incredible that we're all here on this rock spinning through the universe. Anytime I stop and think about it, I'm like, it really is a miracle that we are here in this moment. We got eyes, we got ears, we got these arms, everything. Like we're freaking human and... Um, us being different is what 
has us be connected with one another because we all are unique. There's a million things about each of us that are unique and special and we're all like that. So there really is no one way or standard. And, you know, that's what we're here to talk about and just keep knocking down those walls. Take a look at where you don't feel like you get embraced or accept your weirdness. Just take a look, you know, just start there. And, you know, we got your back. We love you for showing up here. And clearly you must be a little bit weird if you're hanging out with us. So (laughs) you got us, you found your people. And I hope for the people that are still really struggling to accept themselves or to, to express themselves. I just hope that you'll find out sooner than later that it's kind of your superpower. It makes you really special. So I'll just mic drop it right there then. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Well, I think that concludes today's episode. Thank you all for sticking with us and joining today. I hope this provides you all with a little bit of freedom to be who you want to be, whatever that looks like. And if it does, let us know. If it doesn't, also let us know. Or if you have a particular type of weirdness that you'd like us to talk about, you can reach out to us at whosaysthepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you all. And on that note, we will catch you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.